Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> I'm Noemi Gaines. I'm Sharnika Howard. And this is a podcast about all the things. Everything. Anything. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> all yeah. the things. I really enjoyed this episode and sharing our hearts because that's what we do. Share yeah. our hearts. This one felt, um, oh, felt deep. Yeah. yeah. And so many gems. Um, and I learned a lot about myself, about you and our journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, during that time together, specifically though, like about what it feels like to finally hit that sweet spot where you're, you're less focused about a successful life, but more so on a life of significance and figuring out how you're going to serve with your life and your family and your home and your community, and then being committed to that and what God does with you in that space. Absolutely. I just, I think the part that just it's just so big for me is that until we had this conversation, I didn't know what it is that I was doing. Like I felt it in my heart, but it still didn't. I'm just like, but this, this isn't what I studied. Like this isn't, this isn't what I thought I was supposed to do. And man, it's just the whole saying, like, let go, let God. Like it's so, it's so cliche, but it really is exactly what it is. Like, I know we talk about this all the time and we might have even mentioned this in a previous um, podcast, but like we are really God's comedians. Like yes. we, <laughs> right. we think that we like are the ones controlling the strings and we ain't doing none of that, none of, that. None of mm-hmm. that. And I just think for me, the biggest, my biggest lesson was to sit down, be quiet and listen mm. and to give myself time to listen, to hear what my purpose is yeah like I've done the work I've done the work I've I've laid the foundation you know but now like shut up sit down shut up shut up sit down listen you know listen listen to what your heart is telling you listen to what God is telling you listen to what feels right because I'm telling you if it ain't right it's not gonna feel right it's It's not not it's not gonna feel right not to say that entrepreneurship is easy not to say that yeah. right and mm-hmm. easy are two totally different things. Something can be difficult and feel right. Am I preaching? You looking at me like Girl, I'm preaching. Bye. I'm preaching. I'm preaching, y'all. Ta-da. <laughs> but no, seriously, like it's starting to feel right. It's I'm still tired. I still don't have time. There are so many things I want to do for my friends. Like mom guilt, constant thing in these streets. Mm-hmm. But like I feel, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, I feel like I'm the doing the right thing. Right thing. The next right thing. Y'all need to go watch Frozen. <laughs> we'll explain. Stick around. We'll, it'll all make sense. But yeah. we hope that you enjoy this podcast. This one is near and dear to our hearts. We really opened up in this one, y'all. And we hope that you will find some time, some space to listen to what it is that you're supposed to do. Hit us up. Let's talk about it. We love you. Love y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. What you want to talk about today? Hmm. I feel like we had a really good, we started down a path um, about like entrepreneurship. Let's go there. Y'all, I'm struggling. (laughs) (laughs) Entrepreneurship is like this. Thing, this beautiful, shiny, sparkly thing that I feel like everyone's like, you should be an entrepreneur. You should be an entrepreneur. You should do all of these things and work for yourself. And my husband and I, we did it. We made the jump. We started our business. And a part of me 
wants to say that it was easier when we were splitting the time with our nine to fives than it is. I mean, I still have my nine to five. My husband has joined, you know, the full time entrepreneurial realm of things, you know, and it's really hard. It is. And the things that make it hard are things that I did not think about, like time management. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what time is mine anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, at least with like my my nine to five, like it's nine to five. Like I can turn it off. Yeah. I can't turn this off. Yeah. You. I guess I can and I should. But like how? <laughs> yeah. You, you really have to get serious about your boundaries because now it's a new baby. Hold on one second. Sorry about that, guys. No, I'm not apologizing. I always do that. I always apologize. Like, sorry, my daughter's here. Um, So I stopped that. Well, I was doing that in the the beginning. Um, I think by the time Queenie was like, actually, after our first flight, I stopped. So we took our first flight when she was like nine months. And, um... After that, I stopped apologizing for Queenie. What made you, like, what was the turning point for you to be like, I'm not apologizing no more? Because I'm not the one flipping out. What am I apologizing for? <laughs> I'm not the one crying. When she's ready, she'll apologize. But I'm not. Wow. I feel, I still feel that guilt. Like, inconveniencing other people. Man. Yeah, I gotta work on that. And, and every time I do it, people are like, no, don't apologize. I just, that is also, like, naturally what I do. Like, that's naturally mm. the first thing that comes out of my mouth. And I think a lot of that has to do with, like, how I was raised. Yeah. Like, just very, like, strict Haitian household. It's mm-hmm. just, here they come. It's cool. Until they come in here, whatever. Um, but, yeah, we were just, I was just talking about how I think I just need to work on that. And yeah. I know I need to work. It's not I think. I know I need to work on that. And I know it's it's nothing to apologize for. But, like, just becoming a mother, I feel like I had to unlearn so many things. I love that word so much. Unlearn? Unlearn. Here says Unlearn and unknow. Unknow? Yeah. I've never heard unknow. Oh, it's probably not a word. But but I like it. What yeah. does that mean for you? What like, does unknow mean? Everything you thought you knew. Unknow it. Oh, girl. Yeah. Like, I am obsessed <laughs> With that, because I think it thwarts creativity. It absolutely yeah, does. Because you think you know it already, mm-hmm. so just unknow it. Um, Man, you think when you become an adult that like, like you just said, like you know, I don't know nothing. Nothing. I don't know a right? thing. You know, I don't know, and that's not. Even and I go back and forth, like, talk about. Right? <laughs> you know, okay. there are a lot of things that, as as women, as moms, as people that have lived, like we know. Mm-hmm. We second guess ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and so we need to stand firm on on those things. But like, you, there are a lot of things that we just don't know. We yeah. need to, or, or, or we we think we know. We need to unknow. Man, yeah. I got the perfect segue. There are a lot of things I need to unknow about entrepreneurship. <laughs> I thought I knew. I thought I knew. If you're not really familiar with who I am or what my family does, we are. I hate the word social media influencers, but we do influence, Mm -hmm. you know, we influence, we storytell, we are big proponents of showing authentic lives, authentic black and brown lives, Mm -hmm. authentic 
love you know just just showing in a space where you know social media has just turned into this place where it's like let me show you all my wins but I'm not going to show you how I got there Mm -hmm. and I think when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur even in the social media space there are just some things that I didn't really think about like one the biggest pain in my butt right now is time management I'm great with time management am I nine to five I can manage what I got to do this week. And I can also go back and tell my manager or my supervisor or a colleague that I'm working with, like, this isn't going to work. And we need to push this back. When you are, or at least in the beginning, when I'm starting my own business, like, I don't know what's my work. What do I delegate? Like something that will take me. Yeah. How do you establish those boundaries? And it's like, I'm so used to doing everything all the time. I can't do that anymore. And I'm <laughs> I'm grateful to be in this situation, but I am realizing how much I don't know about running my own business. Mm-hmm. And if you don't establish those boundaries, you start to resent that thing that you prayed for and you wanted so badly because um, you're overstepping your own boundaries. Yeah. And then that means you're allowing everybody else to do the same thing, mm-hmm. like with your time. Um, and so... You know, I'm an entrepreneur as well. Let me say this too. Like, I I support whatever, you know, I'm all about women. Um, so I support whatever a woman wants to do. And I don't enjoy conversations that center around, like, everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with serving under great leadership. Yeah. Um, because even as an entrepreneur, you're going to bring on people to do the same, like, you know, to serve alongside you. So I don't like, you know, sometimes where these conversations seem to divide us, like even with mothering and I'm gonna get back on topic, but like, it's the same thing, like whether, right. (laughs) If you're an entrepreneur or you're, or you're serving under some leadership or if you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, or if your hair's natural or straight, or you wear a weave, like all these conversations can be so divisive. Um, and so I just want to say like, whatever you decide to do, like that's best for your family. We support that. Mm -hmm. Um, we've Mm -hmm. decided to do both, um, you know, to serve with great leadership, to become entrepreneurs, because that's what works for our lives. That's what we decided to try right now, but we're rooting for whatever it is you want to do, even if it's nothing right now, even if it's nothing, remind me to come back to this point because Ooh, I just got a light and a fire just lit up because I'm, I'll just jump in. It's just reminding me of, um, just certain comments that were made when, um, Kira, my husband and I decided to start this business. And when we first started, the name is officially changing, but it started off as Kira and them, like Kira and them. And the gag to me was, Ain't nobody here for you anyway. They're here for me and Emery. <laughs> and it was a joke. And I remember like people would make comments about, well, when is Noemi going to have her own thing? Why is Kier in the spotlight? As if, one, that's what I wanted. Wow. And two, as if because my name isn't on something that I'm not contributing. You know what I mean yeah. to it? And it bothered me so much. So much to the point where I actually thought maybe I needed to create my own thing and I did that for a while I did that for about a year before I decided like I don't want to do what he I see what my husband does every day Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. I have no desire to do that 
this podcast is one of those things that I love to do. Yeah. My blog, mm-hmm. those are one of those things that I love to do. My career is yeah. actually something that I want to do. And I just felt so much guilt. And I felt like I was letting the girls down, like the women down, the mothers wow. down, because I wasn't, you know, such a huge proponent for me having like my own vlog like there are amazing mommy vlogs um vloggers out there like mommies on social media just women in general on social media unfortunately that's just not something that I want to do it's not something that I feel comfortable doing it doesn't feel like it's my calling Mm -hmm. but this family thing feels right this love thing feels right so like now if you look on my page you'll see love and lifestyle content creator I'm not a mom vlogger I'm not um, a family influencer I am a proponent of healthy love and 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 healthy lives you know what I mean like that's that's my thing that's what makes me excited and that's what I choose to do but you know, I, I just that. think that pressure of doing what other people are doing or doing what people are telling you to do, like nobody wants to do something that makes them uncomfortable. That's why we're trying to leave our nine to fives. We don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> why would you leave that to do something else that you don't want to do? That you don't want to do. You don't want to do. But I think we have to find times as mothers specifically, you know, I think we have to find time to decide what it is that we want to do or yeah. maybe not even decide, but to give yourself space to think about it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I did not initially, but now, like, even yeah. when Shara and I will mention, like, it took a while for us to get to this place. And I told him, like, this is what I want to do. This is yeah. what I feel passionate about. Mm-hmm. F everything else. Mm-hmm. It's about your why, work. your passion, your purpose. And I love what you said about taking the time to figure that out. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, someone else will do it for yep. you. Um, they'll yeah. they'll create the lane that they think you belong in. And, and if you don't know any better for yourself, you end up there resenting that and everybody yeah. else um yeah so it's just important to to define your own journey and take that time create that safe space for yourself um to assess what it is you want to do um yeah yeah but like with entrepreneurship oh i was i have a question for you so i'm just oh okay carol yes so miss howard is <laughs> this is this is an instance where she's definitely been mentoring me You know, I think even establishing, I mean, I'm pretty early in my career in general as a lawyer, as an IP lawyer, entertainment lawyer, I'm pretty new to this. I've only been doing this, you know, I just just graduated law school like four or five years ago, Mm -hmm. you know, like everything is pretty fresh, you know, and I think that while I've always been confident in my intelligence you know, academically, I've always succeeded. Like I got into law school, I graduated law school. You know, I've had some hiccups with the bar. I'll talk about that another time. But for the most part, I've, I feel like I've established, I know that I'm supposed to be here. I know that this seat is for me, it has my name mm-hmm. on it. But no one really prepares you for, okay, you've accomplished what you said you wanted to accomplish, now what? So the now what for me, I'm kind of conflicted because... I want to serve and I want to help. And I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I no longer want to do what I thought I wanted to do, but I'm, I feel like I'm so skilled and so knowledgeable. I just feel like I know so much and I, I I am an expert in my position, but I don't necessarily want to stay where I am in that capacity. I want to be a voice for kids in the basket because I need you to get that basket.
get down. Okay? Okay, Mommy? I don't like the way she's talking to you. <laughs> come here. Me, come and get that fast and get down. That's how so do you, is that, is that how you ask nicely? <laughs> Sorry about that. No, not apologizing. Not but that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. My child, the queen. Um, basically, what I was trying to get out is saying that um, I'm not going to say that I feel like I reached my peak, but I feel like I reached a point where I'm okay walking away and helping the next person to come up. And I think I'm in a very unique situation. Um, like law wise, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? As, as a lawyer, I am not a barred attorney, nor do I represent clients, but I found an amazing job where I utilize, um, my brain and I help other lawyers. That is actually what my job is, mm-hmm. but I want to be more intentional about helping lawyers that look like me, you know, that want to do the things that I want to do and that may have lives similar or not to mm-hmm. me. And I just... I just feel like I can help now and yeah. I feel very compelled to do that. Right. And I think I have a very unique platform, even mm-hmm. with social media to mm-hmm. do it. So let's do it. Yeah. I lo- so that to me is like the Eureka moment. That's like that sweet spot where you, you know how you want to serve with your life. Yeah. Like that's it. Like I'm listening to you like, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's such a beautiful space to be in. And that, that space of where you said like you're you're okay with walking away, yeah. Like professional, that's always dope. Like to be in that that space where it's like I can take this or leave it. Mm-hmm. If oh, if man. I'm no longer serving it and it's not serving me mm-hmm. and my family well, I can walk away. And I think that um, that's the goal. Yeah. Like you know, professional. Like mm-hmm. you you don't want to feel stuck ever. That's a hard that's a hard place to be. Um, so I'm just like taking it in, looking at you like, yes, girl. Girl, a year ago I felt stuck. Yeah. And it was painful. It was painful. It was sad. I just, man, just the way that my God works, man. I, just, I don't know a thing. Yeah. I don't know a thing. All I know is that he told me to push through yeah. and that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't know how bright this light was. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you. But right. I just, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I feel yeah. like I'm doing the right thing. Nobody understands what I'm doing. My, my, my mom, bless her heart, she has no idea what this is, mm-hmm. what I'm doing, while I'm, mm-hmm. why I'm doing it, but she sees the spark. Yeah. And the fact that that's enough for a Haitian woman, for her to be like, all right, you grown, go do, do it. that. Yeah. What? And I like, you know, it's about doing the next right thing. Mm-hmm. That's from Frozen. Did you know that? Lessons. Yeah, it's a song. Lessons. One of my favorites, actually. The next <laughs> right thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's we won't always have all the answers. I think that's the that's what God is for. Yeah. You know, we don't have to know. We can just trust. Yes. And for us, though, you know, we're we're called to do the next right thing, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Just do that. And I think for us like you know speaking for both of us Mm -hmm. i think that's why regardless of what happens professionally and and personally we sleep well because we know we did the next right thing yeah you know for ourselves and for our family so tell me about your journey because i i know i don't really know much about how you got to where you are now Mm -hmm. i just know all the amazing (laughs) things that you're doing but Uh, it's um, just amazing she's amazing y'all like Break it down. Like, how did you, how did you know when to walk away? 
Mm. Um, and mm. personally for me, what what were some of like the first hurdles that you had to overcome once you made that decision? And third yeah. question was, was there any point, honestly, honestly, truly that you had even a shadow of a doubt, Oh, okay. any kind yeah. of regret and what that felt like? Okay. So first, um, loaded questions. Sorry. Loaded. <laughs> um, so my background is software development, biometrics and program management. So BS in computer science, master's, MBA, blah. And um, so I was doing that that type of work for many years. And then uh, I got pregnant with Queenie. And well, let me backtrack. Doing that work for many years for awesome companies that treated me extremely well. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. I met the best mentors. um, And I had a really great career. And then I thought about um, going into business for myself. And so I left one large company to join a small company so I can kind of learn the inner workings of a small business mm-hmm. and fell in love with that company and was, was pretty much a partner there and leading. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome there. Um, I was, I was handling all their corporate philanthropy work. I was still on site as well, doing program management for software development work, managing full software development life cycles, loving it. And then I got pregnant with Queenie. Um, and because it was kind of like a family, um, I sent an email like, Hey guys, surprise, I'm pregnant. And I went surfing around on our intranet to find our maternity leave, um, maternity leave policy and it said something about six weeks. Mm. Haha, where's the new one? Like, that has to be yeah. old. That can't be mm-hmm. real. Where is it? And they responded like, oh, my God, congrats, you're pregnant. But no, that's actually the policy. That's not going to work. I was like, wait, what? I- I'm going I- to have a whole human. You want me to come back in six weeks? Like, is this how this is done? Because um, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I had friends who had started having right. children, I mean, when I was in middle school and, and on through high school, but we never talked about maternity right. leave. And, and even right. in my adult life, I never drilled my friends about maternity leave, so I had no idea, mm-hmm. right? Because it doesn't happen until it happens right. to you. Right, listen. And so um, they were like, yeah, that's the policy, six weeks, and if you have a C-section, it's this many weeks. And I'm like, that's bananas. And so I started doing all this research and learned that the U.S. sucks at maternity leave, mm-hmm. but there are some companies that that are getting it right well i knew that as a small company um it, it might take us out if we started offering everyone one year of maternity mm-hmm. leave like some of the other players in the industry so i wasn't proposing that but i wrote a white paper and did all this research about it and, and really became invested in that space um around maternity leave policies and so i'm gonna fast forward i have queenie they were very supportive um, I was taken, I, I w- they took care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot for the company, a lot for the business. They took care of me. Um, but the conversation I had was, you know, here's the policy that, that I think that we should instate. This is what it should look like. Uh, not just for me, but for others mm-hmm. as well. Great. I have Queenie I'm taken care of. Well, now it's time to take care of others. Mm-hmm. And they weren't willing to do that. Mm. And, and I wasn't going to stand for that. Um, and so I started talking to God like, hmm, what are you, so what are you saying? Are you trying to say like, haha, go back to your dream because you weren't supposed to work there long term anyway. You were supposed to get what you get and start your own company. And that's kind of where I landed. Um, Can I stop you really quick? Yeah. Do you, 
not many people would be able to do that. Not many people would say, well, I'm taking care of. I'm about to put my job and my position on the line to help someone else. Like, can we just acknowledge mm. how big of a deal? And I know you you just like, yeah, of course I did. But like a lot of people don't. That's a very, very difficult thing to do. So you get your roses for that. So we need to pause and acknowledge that. But as you were, I just had to let you know. <laughs> that was, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. I, at this point in my life, yes, I can say I can do that. I would do that. I can't say that. I've always been this yeah. and that I've always, I would have seen it that way in lower points mm-hmm. of my mm-hmm. life. So that is amazing. I'm well, sorry for yeah. interrupting. <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, so, and thank you. Thank you for of that, course. truly. Um, so I decided to leave there and venture out on my own and God has just showed up and shown out. Um showed yeah, I didn't miss a beat, um, fully supported. And I've been doing, you know, this work for many years. I'm known in my industry. I've worked really hard. I served under great leadership. Uh, and so, you know, I left there for your contract for my company. Um, and it's just been a beautiful journey. Um, but... <laughs> not real yes ah. so like you there was so much I did not know and it's almost like having a child like starting a business is is birthing something new absolutely there's so much you don't know um and and even the greatest mentor can't give it all to you you have to experience it and so time management was a thing boundaries were a thing um, you know, finances. I mean, I am a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that meant that everything fell on me. And, and I'm grateful for it. I, I, I wear that proudly. I love taking care of Queenie um, and being her, being her every, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. You know, it feels good. It feels right. It feels like what God ordained for she and I. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm with it. We can ride this wave mm-hmm. um, easily, thankfully. Um, but yeah, there were moments where I'm like, mm, did I do the right thing because because of the responsibility yeah. that I have mm-hmm. to her? You know, it's not just me. And so if the business failed, I felt like I was failing her. That pressure. Um, there's, yeah, there's a lot. And I, and I still deal with mm-hmm. that. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm still dealing with that as I think about what's next um, for business, for she and I. Um, and so I I don't really know, I don't, I can't answer it because I'm still in it. Mm -hmm. I can just share that it's real and I make sure to find my peace in it. Yeah. I don't want anything to disturb my Mm -hmm. peace. And so when I find that I'm dwelling too much on what's ahead, I go to God and I remind him of what he said to me and I stop worrying about it. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Did that answer all your yeah, questions? You did. The only only thing that I I mean, you pretty much answered the regret the regret question. Mm. But what I'm noticing, I just want to make this note and then, you know, we can go back to you. But what I'm noticing is like I look at you as someone who has succeeded. And recognizing that even people that you think have succeeded still have the same doubts that you do sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, still have the same insecurities. Like it's not I think Starting your own business and becoming an entrepreneur, it really is a journey. 
It's not like a, I met, I, I reached the destination. This is where I'm supposed to be. And then that's it. Like, no, it's a, it's like a constant journey Mm -hmm. and that you have to constantly convince yourself and, you know, have the confidence in yourself to keep going. And I think that compared to something like a nine to five, like for me, my, my nine to five job feels a lot more secure. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I'm doing on my own feels like I, I, it's it's filling me. It feels filling, it's filling a void. It feels so important. It's it feels it's it it's almost like it's a it, a part of me, an extended part of me. Like yeah. it's it just brings me so much joy, and it fills me with purpose. Yeah. Like it's just so it's authentic passion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with my job, I know how to make it sound like. I'm mm-hmm. passionate about this. Mm. I know how to make it. I know how I know how to say the words. Yeah. I know how to create that that, you know, ambiance amongst my colleagues and and while I love the fact that I'm able to do what I set out to do, mm-hmm. I I just think my purpose is so much bigger than that. Yeah. I think it's related. I just think it's you bigger do than it that. Differently. I just want to do it differently. Yeah. I I, yeah. I I walked the path that y'all were supposed like that y'all told me that I was supposed to do, and I saw some issues yep. with the past. I want to go back and patch things up before I continue. Like I that's that. really that's that's my why. Yep. Like that's my why. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do, and I'm going to do it my way, and it feels good today. So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing it. Yep. And there's that it it's significance. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not chasing success. It's a life of significance. Exactly. Yeah. I'm tired of, I've been in school for a long time. <laughs> Girl, you smart, smart. Yeah, I've been listen, college, grad school, like I took time off. Like I just mm-hmm. success looks so different. Success is not a paper, it's not an, an mm-hmm. amount of money. It's how I feel about myself at the end of the day. Yes. You taught me that. Mm-hmm. You taught me that. Because I think like the accolades are amazing. The plaques beautiful. How do you feel do you when you feel? go home? How are you making others feel? How are you making others feel? Yeah. Yeah, that's real. I, think I don't, we can, we, I don't I, even know what to say after yeah, that, y'all. I, that, if y'all ain't catch nothing from this, <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> Maybe this podcast ain't for you. Because I just feel like I, I had a breakthrough. Like, <laughs> that's real. Um, yeah, this, this, this feels... This is really a, a representation of like what our conversations look like. You know, some some conversations are a little bit more, you know, thought about in advance. Yeah. And then sometimes they just kind of come out with whatever we're going through. And this was definitely the latter, yeah. one yeah. of those situations. So thank you so much for joining this conversation with us and our babies, because I know y'all heard them. <laughs> they rude behind <laughs> in the background but this is their time yeah we're we're infringing on their time so we're gonna go ahead and be moms again (laughs) yep happy mother's day happy mother's day we'll see you next time i keep saying see y'all gonna hear from us (laughs) (laughs) next time love you guys bye